ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, Hick from French Lick. Whatever. And Eric Fry. Every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. happening everyone welcome in uh, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup brand new week here it's a monday it's just another manic a monday it's also december 12 2022 uh, travis sparks eric fry hanging out with you here with the uh, starting lineup or and we're here until the noon hour here on espn radio Coming up here, we uh, got uh, some uh, local sports to uh, talk about, uh, all the action that happened on uh, Friday and then uh, this weekend as well. And we'll also explore uh, the uh, national sports as well. Coming up, we'll hit on the uh, NFL, of course, and uh, possibly take a look at the NBA, NHL. We'll see what we can get to uh, there in uh, that aspect. And it's also the uh, post-weekend, so we got to get you the uh, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. And we also got to talk some uh, college basketball as well. And uh, whatever you don't get to, of course, here in the, the uh, Trush Hour, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some form of uh, fashion. Uh, there and is there any other MLB uh, signings uh, that happened over the weekends of that Mets signing of that yep. uh, Japanese pitcher that happened yep. on yep. the weekend? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, Cubs lose out on uh, another one. Uh, Dansby Swanson could be uh, closing in on the Dodgers, possibly. That's what we're hearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the Cubs not doing anything else. Oh, don't worry, Travis. We will talk about that. <laughs> All right. We'll save it. It may or may not be at the end of the show. <laughs> okay. And we'll save that uh, for then. And so uh, stay tuned and uh, stick around uh, for uh, that, of course, uh, here on the uh, starting lineup. I like to uh, give a uh, shout out start to the people that make this show possible. Uh, McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Webpools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Tatopolis State uh, Bank. Shout out uh, to all those uh, fine uh, folks and a uh, shout out to all of you uh, for tuning in. Whether you're tuning in here live on 98.9 or checking out in the uh, pod. So uh, we got a lot to get to you as always on a Monday. Uh, it's post weekend. So uh, we got three days worth of uh, sports to uh, cram into one hour, one and a half hours uh, total with the pod. So we need to jump right into it and let's go. Let's hit it up with first things first. Before we get into the show, 
first things first. And not all first things first have to be good because we'll start off on a Saturday in college basketball. As I as I told someone, Fighting Illini, uh, Illinois would uh, like be the number two team in the mm-hmm. country. And then uh, the next game at home, sold out State Farm Center and whatnot. And well, we lose to Penn State, 74-59 to uh, 59 was the uh, final score there. Obviously, I did not watch this game live. I was uh, at the uh, girls game there at uh, Lakeland. And then uh, I got the highlights later on. But honestly, I didn't want to watch the whole entire game uh, over again, even if I had the opportunity to because. It was just a miserable performance from what I saw, what I heard here on 98.9. And it was just a bad, bad game on a Saturday. And one of those bad losses that, especially after the one that we just came from, after beating Texas in Massa Square Garden, and uh, then we come out and lose to Penn State. Yeah, and it wasn't even close. Not even close. It's not even close. No. I don't know what happened to this Illinois team, but Travis, I am. Can I officially now say I am concerned? <laughs> okay. I, I I think we're still a top twenty-five team, mm-hmm. but we can't win in the Big Ten. Yeah, currently, 0-2. that's a problem. But is it though? Is it obviously our success in the regular season and in the Big Ten tournament hasn't translated into any March success? So maybe Big Ten doesn't matter. We've been good against uh, quality opponents on neutral on neutral floors. I mean, that's just the facts. We beat UCLA in Vegas. We mm-hmm. beat Texas. So maybe the Big Ten doesn't matter. Well, Texas, never mind. We'll talk Texas a little bit. Like, they got their own oh, problems. Yeah, they're dealing with some major yeah. issues. Yeah, they there. got their own issues. Oh. Uh, not on the court. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Much much more so off the no. court. But oh, here, here's my thing, Travis, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is this, Do you think this was a case of Illinois overlooking Penn State? It certainly looks that way. Pack Jim yeah. just got done beating number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know Penn State entered way. this game at six and three. Like it's not like they were, you know, no offense, but it's not like it's Alabama A and M that no. were taken on Saturday. No. That they, they were a competent team, and Illinois just came out, and you can't say they shot the ball poorly. They shot forty four percent from the field. That's not poorly. Now. They were seven of twenty-three from three. Yeah, that, that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> but they didn't, you know, uh, twelve turnovers. Yeah, you know, Penn State only had nine, but that's not that's not anything to really kind of you know get upset about. You you out rebounded them. Yeah. No, I don't know a, what this was. A poor performance from Terrence Shannon Jr. Only yep. you know, four points. Not yep. what we're used to. Two there. Two for seven. Uh, from the field over three uh, from uh, beyond the arc. Uh, Meyer was only two for eight after the great performance yep. there in New York. Four for 11, not very efficient there, but he led the way in the points department. And I said that on Friday that it seemed like Pickett's been there for like five years in college basketball. And sure enough, I thought I heard after the game that Penn State was uh, the eldest team in all mm-hmm. of college basketball. So uh, maybe it was just a case of uh, veterans being up for the moment, and I do think that it was uh, the Illini overlooking Penn State a little bit. Here's the other thing, Travis, and I'm just looking at I, – I, I didn't watch this game. I didn't see it. But I'm looking at just the ESPN stats from this game. One thing I noticed, Travis, about Penn State's five starters and the five players who played significant amount of time, five guards. 
Mm-hmm. Compared to Illinois, two forwards, three guards. Was it a case of where Penn State went small and Illinois couldn't figure it out and they couldn't take advantage of the big guys? And that's why, like I said, Meyer four for 11, Hawkins three for eight. If they put those balls in, yeah, this is a lot closer game. Uh, it just seems like uh, with, uh, with this team, they do like to run the ball and run from, you know, end to end and try to get up up and down as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. And, you know, when you have a smaller lineup uh, like that, they can match up uh, pretty yeah. well uh, in that aspect. And, you know, even though Hawkins would be technically a forward, he, he likes to right. pass the ball like a guard right. and whatnot. So here's the other thing, Travis, and, and I know we're, we're being super negative here. I'm going to I'm going to find a positive. That is, I think this may have been one of Sky Clark's best games. 50% from the field, 50% from three, 11 points, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when the next highest scorer has 14, 11's not bad. Only one turnover, that's not bad. You get a block, seven rebounds, two assists. Those yeah. aren't awful numbers compared to what we've seen from Sky Clark. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't shown us a whole lot I, this year. I would have liked to have seen, I would like to have seen the hit assist numbers. Yes, his assist more. numbers. But again, that's not on him. Yeah. The other guys are shooting three for eight, four for 11. Mm-hmm. That's You have to have them finish the play in order for you to get that assist. Yeah. Now, uh, not only was the uh, just the play uh, atrocious on uh, Saturday, uh, the uh, post-game press conference for uh, Coach Underwood, he was very uh, upset with, with the team. And, you know, I don't know. I haven't really got the real general consensus from – uh, Illini Twitter, but, uh, you know, he basically pretty well just called out the, the team and about the lack of leadership uh, mm-hmm. there, and he kind of went off on this uh, Illini team on Saturday after the game. From the very first play that they scored to the two practices before this game, completely unacceptable. The lack of leadership on this team is zero. It is none. Un- inexcusable. We'll find out who's who wants to be a part of playing hard and doing it the right way. All the credit to Penn State. They deserve to win the game. They punched us in the mouth. They're old, the oldest team in the country, and they played like grown men. We played uh, uh, very, very uninspired basketball from uh, uh, the second we landed from Madison Square Garden uh, until now. We have, we have been atrocious in practice. Maybe the two worst days of practice leading up to a game I've been a part of, and that's leadership. That's leadership. Plain and simple leadership. Put it in bold, damn print. Leadership. Lack of. And no effort. That's what happens when you, in this league, when you when you, when you you have none of that. So there you go. There's uh, Coach Wonderwood, uh, Underwood calling out the, the team and whatnot in the in those comments there after the game. And I can't say I disagree with him. I mean, when you yeah, look at absolutely. this team, Travis, who is your leader? Who's, you know, for years it was Trent Frazier, and then before that it was kind of Io, and then, you know, you had, you had Kofi in there, and these were the leaders. These were the guys you knew who you could lean on, who were going to pick the team up, and whether they were the leader as far as being vocal about it, or they were just the leader as far as this is a guy I can depend on to, to make baskets, yeah. either or. The Illini don't have that. Right. And this is sometimes, Travis, and, and and you could disagree with me, and that's fine. This is sometimes a problem of your success. 
meaning in college basketball, you get a lot of good players who are very young, who don't stick around very long when you're a very good program. Yeah. And if you don't have those couple players to show that leadership, now I'm not saying leadership is in, oh, as a five-year senior. That's not what I'm saying. Freshmen can come in and be leaders. We saw it with Io. He was a leader from the moment he's, you know, yeah. suited up. Oh, for sure. Trent Frazier was a leader from his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Right. Those guys yeah. had that leadership skill. Yeah, I, I think it definitely is a small part of that with, with Trent Frazier being around for like five or six mm-hmm. years and uh, being the, the one guy to kind of lead the team and whatnot with Io for, for sure. Uh, just Iowa is just built differently. And so, yeah, they've been kind of trying to find the leadership. You know, Terrence Janet Jr. coming in. You know, I thought that you could look towards him. Obviously, uh, he, you know, he responded on Twitter and mm-hmm. kind of basically just said that, you know, Kutch Underwood is right and uh, we trust him 100% and we'll get better from this. You know, he, I don't think Melendez, he's been around, but he's just not right. one of those vocal guys nope. and whatnot. And Coma Hawkins, he looked towards him to being around the, this team for a few years now. And but he just doesn't seem like that type of person to be wanting to be a leader of men. So I don't know. I, I would look to Terrence Shane Jr., but that's just that's just the, the one guy that I would look at. The other thing, Travis, but even Terrence <laughs> Shane Jr. only been around this year. Yeah, he came he's, in he's just portal. coming in and trying. As coming in, you don't know if you really want to be the one to kind of buck feathers because there's yeah. a pecking order. You sure. you think. The other thing, Travis, and, and I think this is affecting this year's team more so than last year's, and that is, was the leadership instilled by this Illini team in years past based on those assistant coaches? We talked about it, those ones who went to Kentucky, who you know were part of the recruiting and part of all of that with that core group of players. Now that whole core has kind of moved on. They're all gone. Did the leadership from those assistant coaches – have a big effect on this Illini team and coach Underwood still trying to figure that out with this coaching staff that is in their second year together that obviously last year it was kind of autopilot because you still had so many great players. Um, you know, I think uh, Coach Tim Anderson, you know, he does a good job for recruiting and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, you know, Chester Frazier, he was one of those guys that kind of was like Trent, who uh, was kind of an undersized guard, but he was one of the leaders of the team, and he's been pretty good on the recruiting trail as well. But, um, you know, I, I think those two guys you look at probably – do all right you know and alexander is not as vocal as uh, coach underwood uh is but you know i thought those those three there are, are fine and whatnot and i don't really think that has anything to do with it you don't but, think so no i i think it has a little bit i'm not saying it's it's the the be all end all right why why this team is this way but i i think it's it's at least you know um chin coleman and and um, Antigua were Antigua, such a yeah. huge part of the Illini building this program from the ground up to where it is. There had to be some sort of leadership there to be a part of that. Oh, yeah. And those well, players that they coached are not there anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, Artigo, he spent some time with Coach Calipari you know, now at Kentucky, mm-hmm. but uh, he was – one of his top assistants yeah. before uh, back as in well. 2013-14 so, yeah so uh, he's definitely uh, has 
looked at that and looked at at a role or whatnot. So, um, you know, hey, Coach Underwood, I had no surprise that he made those comments on Saturday. He seems like a blunt guy and a straight to the point, and he was straight to the point of calling out the uh, Lion-Eye leadership, and uh, we'll see uh, how they respond uh, to this after they'll take a, basically a week off and don't uh, hit the floor again until Alabama A&M. So talk about rough practices. I'm sure these are going to be some rough practices leading up to Saturday. Which could be, you know, as you said, Coach Underwood being a very blunt coach, he'll call you out if you need to be called out. It's a good thing and a bad thing. You have some players that that will help help them figure out what they need, and you have some other players that may say after a year, ah, this isn't quite for me. I don't like this coaching style. Hmm. Looking at someone in LSU, possibly? Possibly. <laughs> Or uh, no, someone that plays for Mizzou or did play for Mizzou. I don't know if he's still there. Right. Yes. <laughs> but uh, and, and not just that. Every coach has a different style whenever a team is facing adversity of how they want to deal with that adversity. Some get very vocal and get very strict and say it like it is. Others kind of do the coddle thing and say, you know, well, you know, we, we, we had some moments here, but we really need to, you know, this thing and that thing. And, you know, but overall, I think that there's, there's room for improvement. Yeah. Which is kind of that coddling thing. Yeah. No, that's not coach yeah, Underwood. No, no. And this no is really coddling. the first time this season, this team has dealt with this. And without having that leader, I wonder how they're going to react. I don't think it'll show in this next game because you should be Alabama A&M. Yeah, but when we get more towards the bragging rights game, Travis, I was gonna say that's, that's the next. That's the next real game. That's where I, I want to see that leadership of someone stepping up, either vocally or just offensively. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it's a damn shame that you know we we beat the number two team and then come out like this because you know who knows where we would be. Yeah. In uh, the uh, rankings, if. Uh, if we would have I mean, the number one Saturday. team went down, so you think you'd yeah. have to, you know, maybe not leapfrog them, but it would definitely put you up there. Uh, you know, uh, in, uh, yeah, Indiana went would, down, I it think. Would have been, it would have been borderline top ten. I know Maryland did, so. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been uh, nice to have a big jump there, but unfortunately it's what could have been. And uh, so we'll see what leaders uh, step up. Uh, for uh, U of I coming up on Saturday, and then the the bragging rights game a week from Auburn Thursday went down there. So yeah, all these all these teams yep. going down. <laughs> Texas would have uh, would have fallen with yep. that loss, but yeah, nope, not to be, not to be. So all right, let's uh, we turn the page. Hopefully the Illini uh, turn the page after uh, this loss. And we turn it and we turn it to uh, local sports. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. Get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for $25 a line. Wow, it's like expecting a Christmas caroler. Deck the hall with boughs of holly. But getting a whole choir. Deck the hall with boughs of holly. With an epic horn section, too. It's the season to be jolly. It's so cool. I'm capturing it all with the amazing camera on my new iPhone 14. 
Plus, T-Mobile has price lock guarantee. Unlike the other big guys, we guarantee we won't raise the price of your rate plan for talk, text, or data. So what are you waiting for? Switch to T-Mobile and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for $25 a line. Get used to getting even more from T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and auto pay, plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, credit stop and balance on required finance agreement for all devices is due. Price lock for rate plan price of current on-network service for eligible lines. Excludes taxes, fees, promos, and third-party services. See T-Mobile.com for details. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Greet the season with savings as the countdown to Christmas begins at Rule King. Take 20% off our entire inventory of toys for the kids and save another 30% on all hoodies, sweatshirts, and sweatpants for the whole family. Plus, save up to $90 on DeWalt cordless drill sets. Your choice for just $149.99. Save on these Christmas countdown sale items and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Hi everyone, this is Jim Heck for Dane Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham. Okay, so you meant to get your vehicle ready for winter weather, but got busy. Then it was Thanksgiving and now it's Christmas time. Well, it's not too late to schedule your service and our award-winning staff is ready to help. Tires, brakes, oil changes, whatever your needs are, trust the service team here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham. Check out our specials online at danheck.com. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And now, some transition buckets that resulted in dunks from Fagan. He's yes. only a freshman, and he can throw it down. And he's yes. starting. Nice. And he's Very starting. nice. The starting lineup. And jumping. He's their, their tip baller. <laughs> so, it just... It just... <laughs> On 98.9 The Game. Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here today. 
talk some local sports uh, from uh, this weekend and there was a lot of things happening on uh, Friday and uh, Saturday. Uh, let's uh, first go in a chronological order as on a Friday it was Altamana picking up the win over uh, South Central uh, 72-45 as it was really just a blowout from the start as Altamana was just making everything and shooting the ball uh, really well and you know it was kind of surprising you know oh man you know Altamont winning sure that wasn't a surprise but just uh, in the fashion uh, that they did it and you know taking control there in the the second half you know outscoring uh, you know the Cougars 19 to 8 in the third and then 16 to 9 putting it away in the uh, fourth quarter you know uh, the uh, Dotson uh, had his points early in the first quarter, but then, uh, you know, Altamont kind of did a better job and, you know, kind of held him down after that. He only finished with 13 uh, points, and also it helps when you have two guys in the 20s that were shooting the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery Yarhouse, 25 points and seven three-pointers on the night on a Friday against uh, South Central, and Robinson also getting there with uh, 23 uh, points and uh, Altamont uh, bouncing back after a uh, loss to Newton coming back on a Friday and uh, taking down uh, South Central in the first NTC game for both teams. So uh, picking up that 1-0 start in conference play as well. Yeah, very important to get that 1-0 start in conference play and, uh, you know, getting revenge for how last season ended against South Central uh, and coming out and getting a, a very big win there for, uh, for Altamont. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, that really was the the big motivation factor there. I think, and, you know, <laughs> they definitely came out and wanted to uh, spoil homecoming a little bit for South Central and get some revenge uh, for sure, big time uh, there. And uh, so Altamont picked up the win on a Friday. Uh, other action uh, from around the area was uh, Dietrich getting the win over CHBC, 55-2-40. Wessendorf led the way for the Maroons. He had 18. Gephardt had 14. Uh, Wojcik and Lorton were the two in double figures for CHBC. Uh, Wojcik with 11, Lorton with 10. Dietrich had the one-point lead at the half, but a good second half for the Maroons had them pulling away uh, there and picking up the victory on a Friday. It was a Shelbyville over Windsor Stustraw, 64-59. Windsor actually had the lead after one quarter, 15-9, but then Shelbyville came back and uh, tied it up at the half, 27-27. And then a high-scoring affair in... uh, the fourth quarter, but uh, Shelbyville used that uh, third quarter uh, there to uh, pick up the win over the Hatchets. Uh, the mm-hmm. two Wittenbergs leading the way. Uh, Jordan had 24, Austin had a 17, and four Shelbyville players were in double figures, including Wells, who ended up with 23 for the win for Shelbyville. It was St. Anthony picking up an NTC win as well in a blowout fashion, 61-2 of 31 on homecoming for St. Anthony. Uh, they got off to the 20-14 lead after the first quarter and never really looked back. Uh, St. Anthony shot 55% from the field, while St. Elmo Brownstown only uh, 30%, and the Bulldogs also out-rebounded SEB 28-13. As well, Fearday led the way for St. A, 16 points. Wessendorf had 15 points there. 
It was a Sullivan over Nioga, 49-2-0-41. And Nioga actually uh, led after the one quarter, 12-11. Um, and then Sullivan actually uh, came back and uh, had the lead at the half, 23-21. And then Nioga retook the lead after three, 29-27. But Sullivan, 22 points in the fourth quarter to defeat Nioga on a Friday there. Uh, we also had a Casey over Robinson, 49-2-0-45. It was Danville Schlarman over Arcola, 34-23 was the final there. It was uh, FEM over Muhammad Seymour in comeback fashion, 50-44. to FEM only scoring 13 points in the first half. They were down by 11 at halftime, but a huge second-half comeback for the Hearts. Won it for him as uh, three players in double figures there. Logan Heil with 16, Splector with 13, and Garrett Wolf with 10 there to lead the hearts. Uh, Vandelia over Carlinville, 84 to uh, 29. And Vandalia starting to roll again. Uh, also in that Neoga loss for at the mission that both uh, Reynolds and Richards had 17 uh, points to lead the, the Indians uh, there. Uh, some other games from uh, Friday, we also had Newton over North Clay, 66-57, to uh, 57, uh, picking up the revenge there for the uh, opening night loss to uh, North Clay. Uh, Newton got off to a 10-point lead after one quarter, 24-14. to 14. North Clay uh, chipped away a little bit there, but uh, ultimately Newton picked up the, the win on Friday. Wolf led the way at 20, Nichols had 17, and Bergbauer had 11 points after making a few threes there. Uh, it was uh, Zimders for uh, North Clay, 23 points. Uh, Fleener had a 21 as well for the uh, Cardinals, but uh, Newton picks up the dub there. Stotopoulos over Bloomington Central Catholic, 75-64. T-Town had the three-point lead after uh, one quarter, 14-11, to but 22 points in the second quarter. Had him lead 36-24 at the half and a high-scoring fourth quarter as Bloomington Outscored uh, uh, Topless 25-23 in the fourth, but uh, too much damage was done uh, before that. Uh, Brendan Niebergy had 18, so did uh, Seamer, and uh, James Niebergy had 17. It was Arthur over Arthur Ocock Christian, 72-68. It was Lincoln over Charleston, 46-15. It was Paris over Marshall, 50-41, and Mount Carmel over Lawrenceville, 53-44. On a Friday in boys action in uh, girls basketball, we had a game on Friday as well. Muhammad defeated FEM 46 to uh, 26. FEM had the two-point lead after one quarter, but 36-14 uh, by halftime uh, there. And Muhammad led the rest of the way yep. after that. Yep. Uh, Niebergy, uh, 11 points to lead the way for FEM in the loss there on Friday. So. Uh, let's take a look at uh, stuff that happened on uh, Saturday. It was uh, Carlinville over Arcola, 46-25. North Clay over Gatlin County to start off the uh, Conrad Allen tournament in Wayne City. Uh, Fleener led the way for the Cardinals on Saturday, 25 points. Uh, Booz had a 17, and a North Clay jumped out to the 20-6 lead and 40-18 at halftime. And obviously never looked back, nope. so... Best thing to do after a loss is come back the next day and yep. pick up a win. Get another win. Yep. So that's what North Clay did. 
It was Woodlawn over Red Hill, 48-39. Bend over Mount Carmel, 63-56. Paris over Arthur, 66-35. South Familian over Marshall, 68-38. Flora over Newton by the final of a 53 to a 51 as Flora picked up the win seven or got up to the first quarter lead 17 to 11 uh, Newton uh, slowly chipped away after that but the comeback ultimately fell a little bit short uh, Nichols had a 20 uh, Wolf and Gear both had a 12 in the loss uh, Tolliver had 26 points for uh, Florida lead the Wolves. So uh, Newton drops only their second game of the season, 6-2 and two now on the year. It was Robinson over Barree, 50-36. It was Mount Vernon over FEM, 71-59. Charleston over Sullivan, 49-44. Olney over Mattoon, 50-35. Vandalia over Carlisle, 45-43. And also on Saturday, we had Cumberland on the boys' side. Pick up the win over Neoga, 48-40 there. And, Eric, you were there to see it as Cumberland picks up the second win of the season for them. Yeah, it was, you know, as Coach said after the game, he said, we as a team forgot how to win. He said it's nice to be able to win again. Now, you know, they sure. won their first game of the season all the way back at the Thanksgiving tournament. They haven't won since. So it's definitely good to get uh, a win if you're the Cumberland Pirates. Um, it, it wasn't easy. Uh, it was a, a battle back and forth. But one thing Cumberland did do, they shot the ball well, which is not something Cumberland usually does. Um, but, again, they still had that one quarter, Travis. The third quarter, they got outscored 14-6. to And Nioga took the lead at that point, um, 34-31, entering the fourth quarter. But Cumberland was able to go on a 10-2 run to close out the game in order to get that win and outscored Neoga 17-6 in that final quarter. So uh, Hendricks had 23 points and 14 rebounds. Another double-double for Gavin Hendricks. And Jackson Bolt, who missed uh, the game against Casey due to illness, uh, mm -hmm. came back and had 14 points, 7 rebounds as well. So uh, this Cumberland team's getting ready for St. Elmo. The holiday tournament kicks off this Wednesday uh, for the Pirates when they got Ramsey. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice to get a win if you're Cumberland, and uh, you know, definitely good to get. Like I said, good to get a win. Um, obviously, I think you would have liked to have shot the ball a little bit better, especially from three. Two for ten is not going to get it done most nights. Um, but shooting twelve of thirteen from your free throws is definitely going to help you. And also winning the, the rebounding battle yes. as well, twenty-seven two of fourteen. Yep, that's. A recipe for success. Yes, absolutely. And and in the first half, Travis, they had that rebounding uh, battle as well that they won. So, um, it, yeah, Cumberland, uh, Cumberland looked good. They played Cumberland basketball. Um, and actually, what was funny is Coach told me after the game, he said, no, we didn't play our best basketball. He's <laughs> like, we would have wanted to get up and down the floor and run a little bit more. And Yoga, you know, kind of dictated the pace and set it in the half court. And in my head, I'm going, well, man, that's a good thing. Because, obviously, you pulled out a win. Now, obviously, I don't think 48 points will get you a lot of wins on a normal night. But it was just enough to get you a win on a Saturday. Yeah, like you said, just enough to get the win. And I uh, like I said afterwards, of uh, it's just nice to win again yep. and get back in the win column there. So Yep, 2-4 and four on the season. Take on Ramsey. First round of St. Elmo Tournament on Wednesday, 6-15 over on WCRA. Yeah, it's uh, crazy that, you know, the – Wayne's tournament, Wayne City always gets around during the holidays, mm -hmm. and now uh, the St. Elmo holiday tournament. So, yep. uh, and I'm seeing bits and pieces of brackets uh, yep. out there as well. Other tournaments and holiday tournaments are, are here. They are. It's crazy. They, they uh, definitely are. 
crazy to think about. Yep. But, I mean, I guess Christmas only a couple weeks away. Oh, yeah. Less than two weeks. I would say, yeah. Less than two weeks now. So, <laughs> so. With Christmas being on a Sunday, you really can't do it the week before Christmas. You know what I mean? Like that next week. You can't do a lot of tournament action because Christmas is on that Sunday. So a lot of the the ones that are pre-Christmas are going on sure. uh, this week. Yeah. Um, uh, some uh, girls basketball on uh, Saturday. Uh, Graves County over North Clay, 51-43. to Woodlawn over Red Hill, 67-21. to It was Lincoln over Charleston, 64-8. to uh, Newton with the win over Flora, 46-33. And it was Neoga getting the win over uh, Cumberland, uh, there and that was a, a double header there yep. in uh, Cumberland on Saturday. So Nioga picked up the win on the girls' side. Cumberland picked up the win on the boys' side. Uh, Nioga jumped out to the five point lead after one quarter, 16 to 11. They increased that lead 25 to 13 at the half. That's right, only two points uh, scored there in the second quarter for Cumberland. Kind of doomed them, and Nioga went on to win after that. Cindy uh, Richards led the way. Uh, she had 17. Uh, Campbell had 11, and Bryn Richards had uh, 10 points for Nioga. The three, uh, the three in double figures there. Uh, Shoemaker led the way for uh, Cumberland, having 18 uh, points. Uh, Didimore having a nine, but no other players besides Shoemaker in the double figures uh, there for Cumberland. Uh, looking at a junior high a girls basketball at the uh, eighth grade a level in class 1A, Sigal St. Michael picked up a, a pair of uh, wins on a Saturday, and uh, so uh, they advance on, and uh, they beat Peoria St. Vincent de Paul 35-28, and also uh, Jerseyville St. Francis 38-26 to to advance there in the uh, state finals in uh, Class 2A. Uh, they had Brownstown over Peoria Christian 26-16 and Paris Crestwood over Barbado St. George 40-7 and then uh, Crestwood way to go on and ironically a defeat of Brownstown mm-hmm. there as two localish teams squaring off 31-26 to uh, 26 there and uh, uh, Hillsborough defeated Robinson not all 30-19 to uh, 19 there at the uh, state tournament uh, there. Let's take a look at uh, some action that happened that's going to happen uh, tonight as in high school boys basketball. Uh, South Central, they're also uh, participating in the uh, Wayne City tournament uh, there. And uh, so they're going to be squaring off against Edwards County. Uh, Martinsville against, against Lawrenceville. We also got uh, Tri-County against uh, Sarah Gordo in girls basketball, Paris at Casey, Oblong Powhut at Lawrenceville, Oka Valley, and Argenta Marshall at Olney, Newton hosting Salem, Decatur, LSA against uh, Cumberland and Mount Carmel against Robinson, uh, Vandalia at Staunton, Shelbyville at St. Teresa, Arcola out of Villa Grove, Flora at Edwards County, Woodlawn and uh, South Central, Warrensburg, Latham and uh, Tuscola, Arthur Lovington out with Hammond and Monticello, Sullivan and uh, Central A&M, and we also have a game over on our airwaves of Jack FM, and that would be the Altamont Lady Indians yes. in action against the uh, North Clay Cardinals there coming up uh, tonight in a varsity-only contest there at 7, seven o'clock. Yep, at 7 so. o'clock. Tune in to uh, that one uh, there. And we also have a big one there at the Inlow Center, as well as Topolis and uh, St. Anthony are going to be matching up with each other as well in a heck of a ball game 
that will be. So uh, two uh, good matchups uh, there uh, tonight. And something very significant happened on uh, Saturday as well for the Altamonte Lady Indians. What was that? Well, if you tuned in and if you are uh, looking in on our website, you know exactly uh, what happened. But this deserves to be a, a segment on its own. So we'll, we'll step away and uh, take a break and uh, talk about that historic making performance on uh, Saturday after the break coming up here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the Effingham Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-511-3535. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider, 800-511-3535. That's 800-511-3535. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-511-3535. And now, but mm-hmm. that is when ESPN News should be utilized. Yeah, not cornhole. The starting lineup. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Sorry, bags. Yeah, which is it? Is it bags or cornhole? Playing. I think. Yeah, I I always go bags. I always say that. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Eric Fry, sports center update. The St. Louis Blues collapsed late in their 3-2 overtime loss to the Colorado Avalanche at Enterprise Center. Blues surrendered a game-tying goal with nine seconds left in regulation and then scored less than 30 seconds into overtime did the did the uh, Avalanche to get the win. St. Louis is now sixth place in the Central with 25 points and a 12-5-1 record. St. Louis hosts Nashville tonight. 
Missouri Tigers suffered their first defeat of the season with a 95-65 loss to number 6 Kansas at Mizzou Arena on Saturday. Tigers fell behind by 17 in the first half and never got close after halftime. The Tigers are now 9-1, and they take on UCF this upcoming Saturday. Another college basketball action for Saturday. Missouri State lost to Purdue Fort Wayne 65-61. Western Illinois beat Eastern Illinois 79-75. Southern Illinois took down Alcorn State 74-68. And SIU Edwardsville fell to Illinois State 77-71. St. Louis Cardinals might be looking to make a splash in the free agency. John Heyman is reporting that the Cardinals are one of the mystery teams interested in ace starting pitcher Carlos Rondon. The 30-year-old went 14-8 with a 2.88 ERA with the Giants last season. And the Chicago Bulls gave up a buzzer-beating alley-oop in a 123-122 overtime loss to the Hawks in Atlanta. Chicago is now 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 11-15. Bulls host the Knicks on Wednesday. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits there. How do you lose? How do you lose that game if you're Chicago? Say, why are you shaking your head? They were up by one with a half second left in the game, and you lose. Yeah. It was kind of like Pitiful. The, how the Jazz won the uh, the other day. Pitiful. <laughs> Bulls are yeah. trash. Yeah, not not so great. They take on um, another trash team, the Knicks. But, uh, hey, also uh, some uh, serious news about the uh, team that Illinois is going to take on in their uh, bowl game, uh, Coach Leach. Yeah. Our coach Leak is uh, apparently in still in critical condition. Suffered a massive heart attack over the weekend there mm. for a Mississippi State. So I knew he was uh, in. Whenever I looked, I didn't see what the the reasoning was. Uh, yeah. I just knew he was in critical condition. So yeah, uh, thoughts are there. Massive heart attack. Uh, for sure, was, uh, he was absent from. I know that they were doing little photo ops there recently in Tampa with Coach Bielema there, and yeah. uh, Coach Leak was uh, absent uh, there. But uh, yeah, tough situation here, yeah. and one of the most entertaining guys in uh, college football for sure. Thoughts are yep. uh, with him for yep. sure. But I uh, just saw that come come across uh, this morning that uh, critical condition there. Mm. Mm. Um, so there's no easy way uh, to uh, transition uh, from that. I don't know why I just did that to myself, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, take a look at uh, something that happened on uh, Saturday and was very historically uh, significant as Altamont, they picked up the win up at Lakeland College there over Central A&M, uh, 63 to 40 But the uh, big story coming out of the game was uh, Grace Nelson in her historic moment. Here for Nelson. Nelson looking the other way, lays up and in for Nelson, and she's got a 25 on the afternoon there, and it's 39 to a 22, and she goes scoop layup off the glass, high off the glass, and in a 27 points now for Nelson on the day. Third quarter, he heard history being made as uh, Grace only needed 25 points coming into the game here today. And she's got 29 on the afternoon, and now she's she's done it. Move over Ryan Armstrong as Nelson has just became the all-time leading scorer in Altamont school history. And she's only a junior, folks, so she's got a long way to go. And she can pace that record and put it out of reach there. So move over there, Ryan, as you got some company as the new leader is Grace Nelson here as, you know, big output from I knew she was close. I didn't know she was that close. I got uh, messaging me uh, there in the pregame saying that she only needed 25 points and uh, didn't realize that until uh, today. And, hey, she 
got it. And she's the all-time leading scorer now. So there you go, Altamont, and a new all-time leading scorer there is Grace Nelson, and she has uh, 1,000. She needed 1,690, and uh, she's uh, got more than that. Now uh, she finished the game with uh, 33 uh, there, and uh, like I alluded to there, still has got a lot of time to uh, tack on more to uh, the record uh, there. So a uh, big congratulations there to uh, Grace, uh, 1,000 points score already. And then uh, she got the girls record earlier this year mm-hmm. against Newton. Mm-hmm. And now uh, she breaks Ryan's record uh, there as the all-time leading scorer in school history, both in boys and girls basketball. And she still has a year and a half left. Right, exactly. Like she, this, you know, this record is just going to absolutely collapse. And, you know, we've known this since the, you know, we didn't know it, but uh, from the first time we saw Grace at a, in a varsity game, you know, from that point on, she's just been a scorer. That's what she does. Yeah. And her game fits what Altamont wants to do from a basketball perspective so well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's no wonder she's getting, you know, the, the college offer she is. And, and I hope she goes on to, to have a great rest of her career first at Altamont and then where she goes after that. Uh, exactly. Also a state champion runner uh, yeah. there uh, as well in the hurdles. So uh, just uh, accomplishment after accomplishment for her. Yeah. And I said it on uh, social media post uh, that, you know, uh, ever since from night one yep. freshman debut, she scored 40 points and uh, knew that something special was, was in the works here. And she just continued to do that and, put up the points averaging like over 33 Mm -hmm. or 34 points something like that this season so now i'm going to ask you travis because you saw some of armstrong play a little bit yeah towards the towards towards the end Mm -hmm. and you've seen grace almost her entire career Mm -hmm. is grace nelson the best high school basketball player you've ever seen in person ever seen in a person Mm. well uh, i don't know if i'd go that far Uh But one of the best for one sure. Of, definitely top five. Top five for sure. Top five for sure. Yeah. Okay. Top nice. five uh, for sure. I mean, just one of the best. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. And, you know, like I said, it's to me what is so surprising about Grace's game is how much of it is driven off the defense first. Right. You yeah. look at the numbers and go, oh, she's just a scorer. She probably just spots up from three all day, you know, because that's the style of basketball we live in nowadays. That's not uh, yeah. Grace's game. Her no. game is to force turnovers and get out in transition. Yeah. And use that state running ability. Yeah, you know, say fast, uh, yep. outrun. Uh, the defense not to say also. she can't hit threes. That's not oh, what I'm yeah, saying. But. Definitely. She's definitely tried to work on that. Yep. And it just seems like this season always starts off with a three point attempt or a deep three yep. uh, point attempt to uh, get it started uh, there. So. Uh, yeah, still a long way to uh, go, but uh, more importantly uh, for her, also, you know, uh, just a great athlete, but also yep. a humble individual, humble athlete as well. And uh, coming up in the uh, pod, I'll drop some uh, exclusive audio as uh, she joined me after the game uh, there, got her post game comments uh, on the record, and also some post game comments from Coach Lurkins uh, as well in the pod. Uh, Matt Toon, Lakeland College, as your final score is 63. At 240 here, Altamont comes away with that win, and we're honored here to be joined by Grace Nelson as she scores 33 points here today. And uh, first of all, congratulations on the win here today. Thank you. And also a big congratulations as well as you're now the all-time leading scorer 
in Altamont School history. So how good does that feel? It's a real big honor. Like, I mean, a couple weeks ago, I just got the girls one, but it was a goal to get Ryan's record. I watched him growing up, so it's a really cool honor to get it. Right, I was going to say uh, the record hasn't been uh, for too long, so yeah, you probably did watch him uh, coming up and uh, coming through the ranks there. So uh, maybe has he like reached out to you or anything or, or not? No, he hasn't, but I mean, the couple weeks ago was the record with our principal, and she was all happy for me. She was like, everyone uh, from my generation was giving me crap about it, and <laughs> she's like, she's only a junior, like she's still got a whole other year, but... It's a real big honor to already get it and still have a whole nother year. Right, yeah, and now you got that uh, out of the way and maybe some of the, the pressure is off there that now you, you have that record uh, now. Is that kind of how it is? Yeah, I honestly wasn't trying to worry about it. I just wanted, sure. to get, I just wanted to get a win today, and then he said I had like 21 points at half, and I was like, okay, I knew I needed like, I think it was like 27 maybe, I'm not for sure, but mm-hmm. then they announced it, and I was like, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, we were told before the game that he needed 25 uh, there. So, uh, you know, you got that uh, 33. And also, uh, you know, uh, you dropped 56 on Monday against uh, St. Anthony. So uh, that was a new career high for you. I know you would have loved to have won the game, obviously. Yeah. But uh, 56 points, uh, it was just uh, falling for you on Monday. So talk a little bit about that game on Monday, how crazy that was. Yeah, it was a really crazy game. I mean, we just got ourselves in a huge hole the first half. We did not rebound the first quarter, and we knew if we did not box out Lucy, we were going to get eight up on the boards. And we did the first half, but then the second half, we definitely played way harder. And if we would have played how we did in the third, fourth quarter of the whole game, we would have we would have won. But I mean, I didn't know I didn't even feel like I had that many. And then I look up and I was like forty something, and they're like, "If you're hot, just keep keep doing what you're doing." Yeah, you scored like forty-one in the second half. Alone. Yeah. So, like you said, you played a lot better. And that second half, well, uh, now you're eight and one on the season, and you, maybe you can kind of feel like you're getting back on track uh, a little bit. I know it was a little bit of a slow start to begin the season, but you're getting kind of back on track and playing more Altamont basketball. Yeah. Is that kind of how, how you feel too? Yeah, definitely. The first few games where everyone thought like I was doing fine, but I knew like how I was playing that it wasn't the best that I could do. Mm-hmm. So I knew I needed to pick it up. In the last few games, have been way better. And well, what do you what do you want to accomplish uh, left here? I know we've talked in the past a little bit before, but first time here on the radio. But uh, well, what do you want to uh, to accomplish here the rest of the way uh, as we go along in the season, uh, finishing out your junior year? We're definitely a young team, but I mean the goal is always to go to the state tournament, get to the Redbird Arena, and play with my team there. And then we have a whole nother year next year, so that's definitely a goal just to go to the state tournament. Right, yeah, a lot of uh, you know. Seniors, I mean, Remy's the only one uh, here, so we're bringing uh, plenty back here. Well, uh, congratulations again, uh, Grace, and I'm going to let you go. Thanks for coming up here. What an honor it is here to be joined by the all-time leading scorer now in Altamont School history. So congratulations again, Grace. Okay, and then then also uh, I I can't let you go here without talking about the the moment there with uh, Grace as, uh, you know, uh, she became the all-time leading scorer here, not just in girls' basketball, but now for the whole entire school uh, as well today. So that was a big accomplishment for her. Correct. Um, you know, like I said, I, I just appreciate the fact that I get a front row seat to to these milestones. Um, God blessed her with a lot of talent and a lot of athleticism, and her personal drive and commitment to success is what has accelerated her to where she is. Um, you know, she's a, a team-first kid. 
and she puts in all that extra work and to be able to see her reap these rewards, it's, it's very gratifying. And I just appreciate the fact, like I said, that I can have a front row ticket to, to this. Um, you know, people say your, your, your team is as bad as your weakest link and your team can be as strong as your strongest link. And I think we are continuing to elevate um, the way we play and the level at which our team wants to compete at because we have so many strong links. And uh, we're, we're lucky here to be a front row seat for it as well. Eh? Uh, coming up, and uh, you can see Altamont, uh, they'll probably have a ceremony before the game. 8-1 uh, and one on the season now, and uh, they'll take on North Clay. Uh, they're at 7 o'clock over on a Jack FM uh, tonight, Bub. Yep. Uh, like I said, historic performance move over. Ryan Armstrong as the new all-time leading scorer there in Altamont School history is now uh, Grace Nelson uh, there. So uh, we're running out of time here. We're up against the clock, so uh, we need to uh, top this off, and we need to top it off with uh, the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend on the way. <laughs> From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Live and unrehearsed. Unfortunately, while the holiday season is an exciting time of year, it is also a time when people can become more vulnerable to theft and crime. Shop during daylight hours whenever possible. If you must shop at night, go with a friend or a family member and park in an area with adequate lighting. Avoid carrying large amounts of cash. Never leave your car unoccupied with the motor running or with children inside. Remain aware of your surroundings at all times and move to and from your vehicle with confidence and purpose. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis with the Evingham Police Department. From our EPD family to yours, we wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, for quality and convenience meet tradition. And now, Travis Sparks with the Aurora Sports Center update. And I'm kind of doing this on the fly because Eric's script is not pulling up. But Eastern Illinois shortstop Trey Sweeney was named in the Ohio Valley Conference Baseball Player of the Year. The starting lineup. Holy cow, what a terrible sports scenario that was. I don't blame you. I blame me. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in here to the uh, startup lineup. 98.9. We're only here on a 98.9. We're just a, a tad a bit longer. We have uh, just enough time, of course, to uh, close out the show and uh, close out a, a Monday show with what we always do. It's the uh, top moments from the uh, sports weekend. A lot of things happening in the sports weekend, and we narrow them down to three. So let's go. And now, it's time for the top three. Top three moments from the uh, sports weekend, as always, in uh, no particular order. But I'll start off with uh, my uh, number three, and that was uh, yesterday in uh, the NFL as Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the 2022 NFL draft, beating uh, Tom Brady in his first career start. 
thanks for buying all those cheap seat tickets for all of your uh, family and uh, friends there, Mr. Brady, because you just got beat by Mr. Irrelevant uh, there in his first career start. Yeah, just retire, Tom. Like, it's, it's done. You're, you're getting you're done. beat by Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> Call it, damn, yeah. Uh, my number one, we already talked about it, and that is the embarrassment that was the fighting Illini against Penn State on Saturday. Just made me Ouch. mad. Just hogwash. Absolute hogwash. So. Ouch. Yeah, one of your top moments from the sports weekend. Oh, my my top three is not top three. Ouch. So not top three. Mm. Yeah, and uh, we beat the number two team, and we drop one spot in the polls uh, since we yep. lost there and a new number one. As well, that as we'll look figured. out in yep. the pod. Yeah, because they went down as well. Uh, but when I uh, number two uh, moment was that it finally happened. The Army and Navy game, first time in 17 years, hit the over. Yeah. That's right. And we had for a while there, the only touchdown in the game was a blocked punt for a TD. Army, Navy, you got to love it. And they finally hit the over. That, because it went to overtime. Sure, yeah. It was the first one in Army-Navy history, too. (laughs) My number two is the absolute embarrassment that was Tiger and Rory at the match. They got slapped upside the face by Spieth and Thomas. It was at night, too. It was. It was cool to see Tiger tee off at night, but that was about the only appeal. First shot after that, it was all Spieth. (laughs) That was the only only highlight there? Yeah. Uh, Yep. Mm. Call it, call it good there. So the embarrassment that was Tiger and Rory, my number two. Yeah, yeah, I completely. I didn't know we picked it on Friday, but it's like I almost forgot about it, and I didn't know that it was going to be at night either. So it's kind of different to see the uh, PGA Tour guys at night and just golfing in general at night. So that was kind of crazy. Uh, my uh, number one moment from the uh, sports weekend was we just uh, spent the last segment. Uh, talking about it, and I was seeing uh, Grace Nelson get the all-time leading score there on Saturday at Lakeland. I and figured the old stomping grounds as well. That's right. Yeah, a little homecoming for yeah. you. Uh, I figured that'd be your number one, Travis. So as the good of that, I got to go negative, and that is the Chicago Cubs. Not oh doing yeah, anything. The Ricketts family are opening up the checkbook, and then we find out over the weekend. Well, we don't want to give anyone more than three years. We really don't want to give anyone more than a three-year deal. And we only want players here who are winners. We don't oh. want. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You're not getting anyone. Uh, I, yeah. I've given up on Correa. We're not getting Swanson. We're not getting Rondone. We're not getting anyone. Cubs yeah. fans, put your money in your pocket. We ain't getting anyone because that's what the Ricketts are doing. Oh, man. Yeah. So disappointed. Sent, this was supposed to be anything. the offseason, Travis. Yeah. And our big takeaways are Jameson Tyon for $7 million less than the Mets got that Japanese pitcher, who's yeah. a lot better than Jameson Tyon, and yeah. Cody Bellinger for a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Hoping he finds his swing again. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, like you guys are probably going to end up getting Rondon along with Wilson Contreras. Ah, yes. Mystery team, if you believe John Hammond or not. But hopefully, hopefully that comes through. But I mean, I it makes know. sense. Cardinals need help pitching, as we talked yes, about. We and, uh, probably Badly. then you're you're going to trade um, probably Badly. Montgomery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I would do, but yeah. that's me. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of question marks there. So uh, there you go. That was our uh, embarrassment top three. of riches. <laughs> 
And uh, Swanson just got married over the weekend to apparently a player that plays for a Chicago, the Chicago yes. club. Yes. The, so, hmm. so may, I mean, maybe that's helpful. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Did it help J.J. Watt? Nope. No. Nope. He still went to Arizona. Yep. And he's got a lot of friends out in uh, L.A. with the Dodgers. So <laughs> Sure. Yeah, like we can reunite with his old teammate, Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. Ah, so. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that does it here for us on the Treasure Show. Coming up in the pod, we'll talk more national sports and recap our pick as well. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Bart and Han. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in uh, to overtime uh, of the uh, starting lineup. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you still. And uh, coming up, we got some uh, more uh, national sports to uh, hit on and uh, talk about and uh, some college basketball from over the weekend. We hit on the Illinois game, but not a lot else. We bits and pieces uh, here or there. And we also have a new number one team in college basketball as well that we'll hit on. And we'll also recap our Pick'em game as well coming up. Also, we have football All-Americans that were announced. Mm-hmm. And there are some Illini on there. There are. So we'll spotlight them as well. Okay, very good. Very cool. Uh, but before we get to any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to hit on? Yeah. Travis, do you hear that? No. I think it's Tom Petty. It's free-falling because the Blackhawks remain in free-fall <laughs> following a 3-1 to loss to the Jets. The United Center on Friday, they now have 18 points and a 7-15-4 record. They host Washington tomorrow night. College hoops action from Saturday. DePaul crushed UTEP 91-70. Loyola beat Clemson 76-58. Illinois State earned a 77-71 win over SIU Edwardsville, as we talked about. UIC took down Western Michigan 62-56. Valpo lost to Old Miss 98-61. Chicago State fell to Tennessee Martin 75-74 yesterday. Tonight, Northern Illinois visits number 18, Gonzaga. Go Northern. <laughs> Show Gonzaga what it's like to play a real team, even though you're a 32.5-point underdog. A real team. A real team. That's right. Hey, Gonzaga can't beat those real teams, Travis. They always lose to them. They just beat Washington on Friday. Yeah, but they lost to a team before that. So, <laughs> uh, The White Sox are adding some organizational depth in the outfield because they know how to add players during the offseason, unlike their team on the north side. The team signed former Tigers outfielder Victor Reyes to a minor league contract on Friday. Friday, Reyes also gets an invite to spring training to a non-rostered player. The 28-year-old hit 254 with Detroit last year. The Pacers have dropped five of their last seven games heading into tonight's battle against the Miami Heat in Indianapolis. Miami enters tonight having dropped three of their last five games. Who's going to win in this battle between teams that are losing? <laughs> and the Heat currently second in the Southeast Division at 12-15 and 15 in the Central Division with a record of 14-13. and 13. Do divisions matter in basketball? No. Right? The NBA? No. No, not in the NBA. I don't know why they'd use that. No. Um, 
14 of the NFL season wraps up with the New England Patriots visiting the Arizona Cardinals for Monday Night Football. Both teams are looking to snap two-game losing skids. The Patriots enter Monday night sitting last in the AFC East with a record of 6-6. Six and six. New England's coming off back-to-back -back losses in prime time to the Vikings and the Bills. The Cardinals are currently third in the NFC West at 4-8 and eight after falling to the 49ers and the Chargers. And you know ESPN is not happy that this is a Monday night game. They would have liked to have anything flexed into this spot, but... Sorry, you're stuck with the Cardinals and the Patriots. It's a good one, right? We couldn't have flexed this game out. You should have. Yes, man, doesn't have that power. You should have. You should have found any way to flex it out. I mean, we found a way to flex Dolphins Chargers in. That's right. So, Three-time NBA champion and former coach Paul Silas has died. The Boston Globe reported that Silas passed away at the age of 79 on Sunday. Played 16 seasons in the NBA, winning two titles with the Celtics and one with the Seattle Supersonics. He also played for the St. Louis Hawks, the Phoenix Suns, and Denver Nuggets during his time in the league. After his playing days, Silas began a coaching career that spanned four decades. Most notably, he was hired by the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2003 to mentor LeBron James as he began his career. Mm. And that is your Sports Center. That's your sports center. All righty. So uh, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at college basketball from uh, the weekend and our new poll that we have out. Uh, number one team on Saturday they went down as Alabama got them seventy-one to sixty-five. So it was Alabama over Houston, giving Houston. Their first loss of the season. And it was uh, Texas beating Arkansas Pine Bluff, 88-43. to uh, 43. Obviously, the Longhorns are in a different situation on mm -hmm. uh, today, this morning, as they were on a Saturday with uh, Coach uh, Beard uh, being uh, charged with a felony domestic violence charge. And this happened early in the morning uh, just today. So yep. he was arrested at 4.18 a.m., that's when he was booked and charged a third-degree charge of assault of a family-slash-household member. Man, that's nuts. Yeah, not good. No, not good at all. So, uh, Purdue, uh, they won in overtime over Nebraska, 65-62. to uh, uh, UConn all over Long Island University, 114 yeah, they scored 62 points in the first half, and they still would have beat Long Island because they only scored 61 in the whole game. Uh, Kansas boat race to Missouri, sending them to their first loss, 95-67. to 67. Uh, The Missouri Tigers were so excited for this game. The place was sold out. The student section was sold out, and then they lose like that. Mm. Get boat raced. Get out of here, Missouri. Mm, yep. Can't wait to be in next week. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. No. Nine and one. They're frauds. They hadn't played anybody yet. Yeah, and we lost to Penn State. They're the eldest team in college basketball. They have guys that are, have been in college for eight years. They have doctors on their team. So, eh. Just one of those games. <sighs> uh, Arkansas over. And it's on a neutral site. So, we'll be fine. I'm confident there. Uh, Arkansas over Oklahoma, 88-78. It was Indiana falling to Arizona, 89-75. There in Vegas, it was Duke over Maryland, Eastern Shore, 82-55. Kentucky over Yale, only by 10, though, 69-59. UCLA over Denver, 87-64. BYU beats Creighton, 83-80. So, goodbye Creighton in the top 25. 
San Diego State, they lost as well against St. Mary's. Uh, Auburn also went down 82-73 against Memphis. They're in Atlanta. TCU would be SMU. And on a Sunday, we had a Tennessee a taking down a Maryland, giving the Terrapins their second loss of the year in Brooklyn, 56-53. Iowa State to beat McNeese and Mississippi State to beat Minnesota, 69-51. And two top 25 matchups are tonight, like Eric was mentioning there, Northern against Gonzaga and Rice and Texas matching yep. up tonight as well. So. Not only uh, does Texas have to uh, deal with it, they have to deal with it right away. Right. As they uh, get back out on the floor tonight, that's 7 o'clock. the way it goes. Wow. Gonzaga favored by 32.5 in that one. Come on, Northern. <laughs> you can cover. Uh, I know you can. Man. I know you can. And uh, since uh, Houston uh, took a loss, that means they uh, tumbled in the uh, polls as we have a, a new uh, number one in college basketball to start off the new week. And it's from the Big Ten. It's the Purdue Boilermakers. So, Boiler up, 10-0, and 0, and they rise three spots to be the new number one in college basketball. To be fair, I mean, they were outside the top 25 at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, yeah, they weren't ranked at all. They've, they've kind of come on strong here. Yeah, I mean, when they beat Gonzaga. That really kind of opened people's eyes, I think. Yeah, they put them on the map, and then they also destroyed Duke. As well, so Duke's not good. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm joking. What the twelfth team in the country? Yeah, not not good. Uh, Virginia rose two spots to number two. Uh, UConn, and they were another team that I don't think that no. was expecting a what lot. What is this? Two thousand four? I know, really. They uh, Purdue, Virginia, UConn. They're number Sheesh. three. Alabama, they're number four. They rose four spots after beating the Cougars, so they're one ahead of them as Houston's now number five. Uh, Tennessee moved up a spot to six, and Tennessee received a one first-place vote. Mm. That's <laughs> uh, always fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas, they uh, fell two spots after losing the other day. Uh, You're welcome. Yes, uh, fell five spots to number seven. Kansas, they also fell a couple spots to eight. Arizona's there at nine. Arkansas is 10. Baylor, 11. Duke is 12. Kentucky roves three spots to 13. Indiana stays put at 14. Gonzaga moving up at 15. UCLA up three spots to 16. And Mississippi State at 17. And that's where we see the Illini at number 18. So uh, they uh, beat number two. Should have rose, but then they lost to Penn yep. State, and they fall one spot to number 18 there. Uh, preseason, by the way, Purdue, 29th. Mm, yeah. So within six weeks, they went from 29th to first. To number one. And opposite is North Carolina, Yeah. who went from one to out of the rankings. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. My, how quickly things change. How the turntables. Yes. Uh, Auburn, uh, they fell eight spots to 19. Uh, Maryland, they also free fall as well, 20th now. Uh, TCU up to 21. Wisconsin up four spots to 22. Ohio State, even though they shouldn't, there was a couple of spots. 23, uh, Virginia Tech, 24th. And uh, Miami slides into the top 25 at number 25. Memphis knocking on the door there. Iowa State, goodbye. Creighton, goodbye. San Diego State. 
goodbye. They drop out of the rankings there. So there is a look at that. I don't see anywhere on here. I don't see North Carolina. Nope, they're not getting even any votes. getting any votes. Yeah. Hmm. I think they should at least be worthy of some votes, right? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. And then uh, yesterday, it almost it almost made my uh, top three from the sports weekend, but uh, Iowa they fell to uh, Wisconsin in overtime as seventy eight seventy five, and Fran McCaffrey was almost at a DEFCOM level five or however the highest level of that is. He was very angry there, um, <laughs> but uh, Iowa lost. 78-75. So, Rutgers mm. lost. 45-43. Yeah, That's a college basketball game for you. Yeah. 45-43. Rutgers Ugh. only 17 points in the second half. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> what happened? What happened there? Well, what happened in the NFL yesterday? Well, stuff. The Bills, uh, they beat the uh, Jets 20-12. Uh, the Bengals all over the uh, Browns 23-10. Deshaun Watson, thanks for coming. But yep. Bengals uh, beating on them. Uh, the Texans should have won this, but they didn't. Cowboys pulled it out 27-23. Yeah. to 23. Deserve to take the loss, but yep. Cowboys ten and three now. Yep. After a scoring late in the game, was a Zeke yeah. getting in yep. there. Yep. And should have lost. Yeah. Deserve to lose. Cowboys win though. What a weird week in the NFL, Travis. Yeah, it was kind of kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, uh, hey, the Lions were favored in this one. This is why they beat the uh, Vikings thirty-four to uh, twenty-three. This just mounted out on my top three. As well as the Lions turning it around here. Well, they were like one and six or something like that. Yeah. Now they're six and seven, knocking on the door of the playoff race. I don't believe it. Here we go, Lions. Stan Campbell. It. Here we go. Make the playoffs for your boy. Oh boy. Make you look better. Try to make the Raiders pick. Yeah. A little bit better. He's he's trying for you. <laughs> but the Lions, thirty-four of twenty-three. So, man. I don't know which is worse, that game or the next one, Travis. Uh, the Jags beating the Titans. Yeah. 36-22. What's up with that? Well, well, fired their GM or whatever, and then they get blown out by the Jags. I guess so. Early that first quarter, second quarter on, the Jags. Oh, yeah, it was, it was all, all Jacksonville. Them. Yeah. So, Trevor Lawrence, 368 yep. yards, three touchdowns. Yep. So, Ingram. They're on the receiving end of those. 11 grabs, mm-hmm. two touchdowns, the tight end for the Jags. Yep. So, Hope you had him in your fantasy. Hope you did. Just not against Travis. Anyone could have beat me in fantasy this week. <laughs> it was a bad, bad week. Bad I'm, type of deal. I have to be like the – I have to be the Minnesota Vikings. I have to be 10-3, and three and I'm fraudulent. Ten wins. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. But – Playoffs are here. That's right. It's, it's fine. Get right. a first round bye. Yep. So we, we've done the work. Dropped our last two. But, you know, 
try to regroup. Hey, your starting quarterback came in in the next game, Travis, and uh, didn't perform well. Who's that? Uh, Trubisky. Uh, he got in? Yeah, because uh, Pickett got injured. Through oh, three yeah, picks. Right. He had a yep. Cushion. Yep. 16 14 Ravens picking up the win. Their quarterback also goes down as yep, well. Yep, Huntley yep. Also went down. So, what was happening in that game? Uh, just injuries all over the place. Anthony Brown was in for the Ravens. Yeah, so they're on their third string. Who the hell is Anthony Brown? Oh, he's uh, going to be a household name. The pride of Oregon. That's, I hey. Guess. They had some good football years at times. Never even heard of them. Neither has anyone else. <laughs> yeah, to Trubisky, not so good there. Those mm-hmm. three picks. Uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles uh, fly over the uh, Giants 48-22, to uh, 22, having a touchdown and a rushing touchdown as yep. well to, yep. uh, through the air uh, there to uh, lead the way for the Eagles being the first team clinching a playoff berth yep. there in the NFC now 12-1. and one. So, uh, the Chiefs thirty-four to uh, twenty-eight. Speaking of the playoffs, that. the Broncos officially out. That game though was a lot closer than it had any right to be. Yeah. Now uh, Russell Wilson also left this game as well. Yep. With a injury, I don't know if it was, was a concussion. I, I definitely know. know that he left uh, there with in the game. And uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, three touchdowns, but also three interceptions as well. And, mm-hmm. A no-look touchdown. That should be extra points in fantasy, right, when you go <laughs> no-look. But eh, no such luck for me. Yeah, great, Patty. Patty had three touchdowns, but then you negated it with three interceptions That's there right. For fantasy purposes. Jeez. Uh, 49ers, like I said in my top three, uh, destroyed the Bucks. 35-7. is seven. Brock Purdy, my goodness. Three touchdowns, two through the air, one on the ground. His first career start, Mr. Irrelevant, leading him hey, over Tom Brady and the Bucks. If he has, goes on to have a better career than Tom Brady, then we'll say that he is the biggest draft miss at, of all time. <laughs> yeah. So the the GOAT career starts now. That's true. Is that not how Tom Brady's career started? It was an injury to Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. Brady yeah. stepped in, led the team yeah. to a Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl-caliber team in the 49ers. If he leads him to a Super Bowl, Travis, we could be looking at the next Tom Brady. Right. No pressure, yeah. Brock Purdy. No pressure. <laughs> uh, but, though, it looks like yeah. that uh, Debo uh, went down in the game and yep. it looked worse. But uh, in Rappaport, uh, the NFL Network reported that he likely has a high ankle sprain. That was uh, 17 hours ago. That's not bad. So, yeah, and he It'll was carted off the carted off the field, and you know the way that he kind of twisted himself right. there on the tackle. You're worried about you know an ACL or a knee injury or something like that. So hopefully for the 49ers' sake that uh, you know they thought, hey, who needs Baker Mayfield? They can ride with Brock Purdy. That's right. And sure enough, they're doing it. Blowout city over the Bucks and a Tom Brady. Thanks mm-hmm. for buying all those hundred tickets. They bought just some to buy them just to see you get angry again and lose. I was Panthers over the uh, Seahawks. This game was so the Bucks and 49ers game was so bad. They flexed the Tom Brady out game yep. and the Fox abandoned that game and said, we're out. We're going to switch to Sam Darnold against Geno Smith. What a world we live in. Yep. 
Uh, the Panthers, they end up winning this one 30-24. It was a comeback for the Seahawks, but Panthers got the win. <sighs> Chargers over the uh, Dolphins on uh, Sunday Night Football as well, 23-17. to uh, 17. Late comeback try for the Dolphins fall short mm-hmm. there. And that was the big debate on sports uh, sports radio, sports shows of Tua versus Justin Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert won this one. 367 yards, one touchdown, beats Tua. Yep. And, and with that win, Travis, mm-hmm. Chargers have the final wild card spot right now. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. It's an important win. You know who else had a a big win over the weekend and have put themselves in a decent spot playoff-wise? Who's that? If you can believe it, the Carolina Panthers. Really? Yeah. The remaining schedule are the Steelers, Lions, Bucks, and Saints. They beat the Bucks and the Saints. Now they're at both on the road. They would make the playoffs. Mm. They're only a game back right now of the Bucks for that uh, South. Mm-hmm. And they've right. been playing some decent football since they fired their coach. Yeah. Even their lo- one loss to the Ravens was just 13-3. to mm-hmm. So, look out. And they already beat the Bucks already yep, once this season. Yep, beat them season, once this so. season. It could happen. Yeah. Just got to get a win there. Look out. What a topsy-turvy world we live in. Yeah, no doubt. And then uh, the uh, uh, Raiders, or no, the uh, Patriots and Cardinals tonight mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football. Patriots, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Also want to point out that the Chicago Bears got eliminated from the playoffs this weekend. Ah, yes. Worst record in the NFC. Did they mm. get eliminated? Yep. That's worst, okay. worst record in the NFC. But that's okay. Three and ten. That means a high draft pick. If you can do anything with it. Oh and four in the division, Travis. Yeah. That's good. It's <laughs> good. I can't believe that the Lions and the Seahawks are gonna make the playoffs somehow. It's ridiculous. All right. Possibly the Seahawks are right there. That's all I gotta, all I gotta mention. Commanders seven and five, Giants and one seven and five, and one. So that one is gonna keep them in the playoffs, Travis. Yeah. That's that one is what's keeping them alive. Both those teams. And uh, they square off the next week. Yep. So, but Patriots, Cardinals, tonight closing out week number fourteen. And then uh, for week number 15 uh, that they were promoting all over the place yesterday, it's a triple header on Saturday. It is. In the, uh, Including the Colts. Colts will be a part of that, yeah. Yeah. Triple header. Yep. I mean, I Which guess, is, is that because we got to get through Christmas or not? I don't know, but it's causing mayhem for me on a scheduling side that the Colts are on Saturday. Ugh. I say not really. I mean... Yeah, huh? Saturday. Well, I mean, it's not really for Christmas. That's no, what I'm no. Saying. I was saying for scheduling purposes, it's a. Oh, I'm sure. It's a pain. <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out where everything's going to fit in on Saturday because Saturday we got Illinois basketball, we've got Altamont boys, we got Cumberland boys, and we got the Colts. Yeah. Trying to figure out where everything's going to go. Yeah, trying to maneuver, maneuver the puzzle pieces. And we don't have a show on Friday to tell the people where everything's going to go. So tune into the lineup or the, to the website. We'll website. Post on there. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. 
Yep. All right, here. Is there uh, anything uh, else besides Pick'em? I was just going to do a shout-out to the All-Americans, uh, oh, Illini, yeah, who right. made it. Um, first team, uh, there was one person who made it on the first team, and that was uh, Devon Witherspoon um, at cornerback. So congratulations to him. I second so. second team, uh, Chase Brown, made it um, as the second year uh, – second bleh, second team, the first pick of the second team. And then on the defensive side, uh, Jazah Newton got it as well on the defensive side, second team. So congratulations to them. Congrats. Hey, three Illini. When was the last time we had three Illini make the All-American team? Yeah, I team? know. <laughs> you got to celebrate it when you get yeah, it. I know. Yeah, definitely. All right. You want to get into uh, to pick them? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into it. So pick them. Um, we will start with uh, the match because, as I said, it was uh, Spieth and uh, Thomas who got the win in 10 holes, Travis. That's how bad of a beatdown it was. They didn't even get use the full 12. It's only, only two holes, so. Still, that is a sixth of the course you didn't play. Eh. Anyway. An exhibition. Spieth and Thomas got the win. Travis picked Rory and Tiger. I picked Spieth and Thomas, so that gave me a win. We had Boston at Golden State uh, basketball on Saturday. Uh, Travis went with Boston. I went Golden State, straight pick them, and Golden State got the win, so that gave me a win. We had the Eagles at the Giants. It was Eagles minus seven, and uh, we both went Eagles. We both took wins there. Uh, Panthers at Seahawks. Seahawks minus four and a half. And Penn State at Illinois. We both went Illinois. We both took losses there. Yeah. So, Travis, you ended up with a one and four record for the week. Oh. You had one point, so you're now at 99 for the season. Mm-hmm. I had three points, so I'm now at 94. Mm-hmm. So I'm just five behind you. Uh, record-wise, like I said, you went one and four, so you're now 79 and 40 on the year. I went three and two. I'm now 70 and 49. So I'm still nine games behind you record-wise, but I'm closing in on the points. And we got the Bahamas Bowl on Friday. We get to pick on Thursday. So rough one. Yeah, we got the Bahamas Bowl. We got uh, Colts coming back. Bears coming back this weekend. Illini basketball on Saturday. And we'll be broadcasting the Bears game on 99 the game at 11 a.m. this Sunday. Who do the Bears play? Eagles. Oh, yes. Yeah. There we go. Looking forward to it. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, like you said, Bahamas Bowl on, on, on Friday. Friday. Yep. yep. Very good. UNAB and Miami. Yep. First bowl of the season. We'll have it on 99 the game. And 10 a.m. And I also finally, after we got off the air, I finally realized the the bowl game that I was looking at that I wanted to. Oh, yeah. It was Florida, Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, now, I thought that it was just going to be those two in the booth, but no, but there's actually going to be a play-by-play with with them. But uh, in the booth that for that game is going to be your favorite color commentator, Pat McAfee, and uh, Kerr Herbstreit as well. Oh, what an, who's their play-by-play guy? Uh, I forgot his name. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Uh, I like Pat. He can just be a bit too much. bit too a much? A bit too much. Plays a bit of a character a little too much. For a guy... It's perfect for wrestling. He is perfect for wrestling. I'm not denying that. I miss him on SmackDown. Yes, but for actual sports, I don't want that. I don't want a uh, character. Yeah, 
Nah, he's fine. His voice is annoying to me. Mm. Brings the energy. He does, but his voice is annoying. The pitch and sound of it is annoying to me. <laughs> All right. Well, looking forward to uh, that one, and uh, we'll find, we'll see. We it's, will. Uh, uh, next weekend as well. Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah, we will not be broadcasting that one. Ah. Uh, Thought about it. Then ESPN made a change, so we can't. Ah. Uh, all right. Sorry, Travis. Well, that just means I'll have to tune in on the television. There you go. Even more reason it. to watch Pat Mack. So, there you go. That's exactly what I'll do. And, uh, all right. So, uh, we'll uh, get out of here then if uh, I don't have anything nope. else. Nope. All right. So, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We'll be back for you tomorrow to recap everything that happens locally uh, tonight and uh, more national sports as well. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you.